time where you could get into that trouble. And if you do, you need the guys over at Jay Southland Tow. I want you to put their number in your phone right now. Forget about it. Just put it in there, but know that you have it. 816-779-4 tow or at southlandtow.com. Put that number in your phone so when something does happen, you call it immediately and they will come out. The last thing you want to do is have to wait on the side of the road for hours hoping your insurance company sends out that tow company. Don't worry about it. Call J Southland Tow and they will be there for you. When you call, they arrive. 816-779-4TOW or at southlandtow.com. Doesn't matter if you're north, south, east, or west, J Southland Tow covers the entire metro. Use the tow service trusted by most local police departments and Tammy from the West and it's Jay Southland Tow. There's nothing they can't do, so be in the know and use Jay Southland Tow. Hey guys, it's Carrington from The Drive here, and I'm like you. After work, I like to chill at the other place where I can sit down, grab something to eat, grab something to drink, and I want to catch up on all the games. And if you're looking for somewhere on game day, if you don't have anywhere to go, then stop by the other place where they have a perfect game day atmosphere which makes you feel like you're at the game. The other place, Shawnee, Olathe, the downtown Overland Park, and opening soon in Mission and Belton. Hey, this is Trent McDuffie, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAF HD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. Kansas City, here we are again. The AFC Championship game. Six straight years. It's been Brady. It's been Allen. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push fade comeback. And the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game in overtime. It's been Burrow. Mahomes will fire it late for the end zone. Caught by Quez Valdez-Scantling on his backside. Touchdown, Kansas City. Got more bodies on him than a Chinese cemetery. It's Lamar at his house. How do you expect to run with the wolves come night when you spend all day spawning with the puppies? On the road as underdogs against a team that nobody thinks we're better than? Where have we heard that before? Patrick Mahomes coming into this game had never won a road playoff game. He has now, and he does it in Buffalo. It's his 40th win on the road. And Kansas City, for the sixth consecutive time, is going to the AFC Championship. Sunday is another opportunity to silence everyone who says, we're tired of the Chiefs. The game is out there, and it's either play or get played. Sunday is another opportunity to make history. We do not lose, and we do not give up, ever. Sunday is another opportunity to go into someone else's house and burn it to the ground. See, the king, stay the king. Sunday is destiny. It's Baltimore, gentlemen. The gods will not save you. Chiefs, Ravens. You come at the K, you best not miss. Sunday at 2, right here on 610 Sports Radio and 106.5 The Wolf. Don't call it a comeback. Ravens 
Hundred Sunday at two on one zero six five. The Wolf pregame coverage gets underway at ten, both on the Wolf and right here on six ten Sports Radio for a sixth straight appearance in the AFC Championship game. Again, I mean, just, just, just keep that. saying that to yourself because it's just glorious. It is, man. Like it, it's really unreal that we're sitting here for the sixth consecutive year going to the AFC Championship game. It just goes to show you the foundation that Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, um, Brett Veach, even John Dorsey. I was talking to a friend of mine. He goes, you do realize if the Lions and Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, John Dorsey works for the Detroit Lions. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He's like an assistant general manager there and his fingerprints have been all over this organization as well um, before Brett Veach took over as general manager. So there will be some great underlying stories there when it's Chiefs and Lions, you know, hopefully uh, in the uh, in the Super Bowl in 16 days. So we got that to look forward to. But so many people have had an important role in all of this. But it just I mean, it's just really incredible to sit here and say six consecutive years. And I really hope and I'm going to continue to say this, Josh, because I know you feel this way, too. Don't be taking this for granted. Don't sit back and act like this happens every year. And don't watch this game and be negative with yourself all weekend either, right? If, if things aren't going great and they don't win this game, you're still in the AFC Championship game for six consecutive years. Don't walk away from the game being negative and thinking the world is ending because we're in the midst of a dynasty right now. We're in the midst of something spectacular. So I want you to do me a favor and do your heart a favor really too. Enjoy the hell out of this game on Sunday. Whatever happens, happens. But make sure you're appreciating and enjoying and living in the moment and watching it with your kids and being there with your friends and your family and just looking at each other and going, six consecutive years we've been doing this, man. There's a lot of teams, i.e. Detroit, that don't have the opportunity to ever get there. There's people who've gone generations in Detroit to never see their team reach this game. We've been able to reach this game the last six years, and I hope there's still an appreciation a love and a joy for this because guys, we're going to wake up one morning and it's all going to be over. Whether that's in 10 years, 15 years, it doesn't matter. It will be over at some point in time. It feels like yesterday, new England was just running around doing good things. Right. And that's over. Their coach is gone. He can't get another job. Their quarterback's now retired. So this stuff ends fast and quick. And that's why I implore you to just enjoy the hell out of what's going to happen on Sunday. As Avon Barksdale says, the game is the game. Let's go. That's right. Play the game. Let's play the game. Let's play yeah. the game. Sleep well, Baltimore, if you can, with all the murder and heroin. They're pulling out all the stops, too. You know, T-Pain's playing at half. Yeah. They got every former Raven coming back, pretty much. Yep. Let's to be the man. <laughs> You've got to beat the man. So let's go spoil that party, too. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're gearing up for a party. It, they should enjoy it. Yeah, I get it. Absolutely, they should. We were there once. Remember the first one, how it was, great it was. It was great. Right? It was awesome. And then you lost. You know what the you know what the worst part of that one was? Losing. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that to them. Right. Remember, remember, Kick them remember, right in the nuts. Remember that feeling? <laughs> we're yeah. like, man, you're right there and it didn't happen. Let's do that again. Right. And then when you drive Somebody away, you can give the finger to all their fans. Um, and in this case, I'm cool with Mahomes being Omar. That's yeah, fine. That's it fine. is. That, I didn't like Drago. The analogy. I didn't like Drago. I can go ahead and be Omar. He was you come the, at the king, you best not miss. It's true. And he was the villain you liked. <laughs> yeah, he really was, yeah. He was the villain you were rooting for. But, you know, so. we were talking about that the other day, and, and we kind of got down that rabbit hole of the Sopranos, the Wire, and Breaking Bad, and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I still maintain, in those three shows, 
the villain was also one of the most likable characters in all three oh, yeah, shows, yeah, yeah. right? Like, you were rooting for Walter White. Well, I cried when Walter White died. I'm I, not going to lie. Like, I, like, I was devastated. I like those. He dies? Yeah, spoiler alert. Jeez. Sorry. I, I like those those shows, though, because you, you you're watching and you're into it, and then you step back and go, man, none of these people are likable. Like, they're all bad. They're all bad people, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, you're like well, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I mean, Walter White and Tony Soprano were family guys. They were trying to do what's best for their family. Sure, sure. It was, always, it was always about that. It was always about that. <laughs> Omar was just Omar real. was taking care of his family. He was, yeah, he was. yeah. That's all was going on. Yeah. I got the shotgun. Got the briefcase. Saw the game, though, right? Stringer was taking care of his family. Stringer was taking care of his family. You know, Arlo was. I mean, Avon didn't realize it quite as much as he should have, but Stringer was taking care of the family. Yeah. I mean, they were all just doing what was best for the family, right? Well, not McNulty. He was really doing what was best best for for him. (laughs) (laughs) McNutty was out. All right, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Not McNulty. Uh, But but seriously, though, like, it's weird how we did in in those three shows. We fell in love with and rooted for the guy that was the villain. Isn't that weird? <laughs> no, it, it's weird. No, it's a great dynamic. Yeah. All right. This one won't be easy. I think the Ravens are really, really good. Their defensive numbers. We think the Chiefs defense is really good, and they are. Mm-hmm. And then the Ravens are right there with them. Like, I don't want to have Roquan, Roquan Smith nightmares. Right. But they're talking about him as Ray Lewis, and they're not. It's not hyperbole. You know what I mean? I, I walked in this morning and I looked at you and B-Dub was sitting in here half asleep, I think. I don't know. And I said, um, I think Josh may have been half asleep. He's got been battling all week, it's man. Back. Get standing I ovation mean, for B-Dub and Josh this the, week. It's the NyQuil. Just got to you know, nod off every once I in a while. It, I had it a couple weeks ago. I know what oh. you guys are going through. It sucks. And so I want to give you guys a round of applause for battling this hey. week, you know, through the cold and the, the crud. AFC Championship week. No way I was missing that. Right. right. That's right. And, and so um, – and, and so I just want to give them credit. So I say they were sleeping. Yeah, the, the, the Nyquil's wearing off. <laughs> and and, and I'm, I'm, I looked at both of them and I go, anybody else scared of Roquan Smith? And yeah, Josh no, he's is like, scary. And, and I, cause I saw a quote from Harbs uh, cause we're, we're tight like that. Um, and, and it said something to the, the effect of Roquan Smith didn't know he was supposed to be a Raven until he became a Raven or he was born a Raven on, you know, one of those type of things. And I went, damn, he really is Ray Lewis reincarnated as a, as a Baltimore Raven. And he, I think is the key guy on their defense, you know, next to Tony Saragusa and Ray Lewis and all those guys, Bart Scott, you know, the, the litany of defensive players over the years, Roquan Smith ranks up there with the Ed Reeds and all of those guys that were these great Ravens. He's just as good as any of them, Josh. He could have played in that defense. He could have played on those teams, and he could have been a star on those teams. That's how you know somebody's a good player, when they could have starred on yep. any team, and Roquan Smith is just that good. I'm Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, dropped by for his weekly visit, 7.30 on a Friday. You can check out the full interview at 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, but he had some eye-popping Ravens numbers. And when you look at the Baltimore Ravens, you do the deep dive into them. Let me just give you a couple numbers that are eye-popping about them. The Ravens. For teams that have averaged 25-plus points a game, have led the league in rushing and led the league in scoring defense. So think of those three boxes to check. They're only the third team in NFL history to do those three things. The other two, the 1972 Dolphins undefeated and the 1985 Bears. I mean, the Ravens carry that kind of pedigree into this game. Wow. In addition, they're the first team in 54 years to lead the league in scoring defense, 
takeaways. They're giving up about 16 points a game. Takeaways, they have 31, led the league at 105 takeaway points, and also the best in sacks. And they have 60, of which 44 of those have come without a blitz. That's four-man rush on 44 of the 60 sacks. First team in 54 years to do that. So those are some very daunting numbers. But our guys know they can go win this game. Absolutely can. Yeah, sure they can. The dream is to be able to get that kind of pressure with your front four. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that is that is a dream. It's a very good defense. That's why I've just I, all week I've been saying lower scoring. I just think it's the over under. I think it's forty four and a half, right? I'm like first to twenty. Yeah, first to twenty wins this game to me. And who can make who can make the most efficient offense against two really good defenses? I think the kickers are both great, so mm-hmm. those are almost a wash. Like you can't bank on a missed field goal this week. <laughs> um. So it's who can make the most plays against two really good defenses that are going out there this weekend. It's well, going to be fun. It, it's going to be a great game, man. Like, I'm getting excited now again. I'm so glad we're the early game so I don't have to sit through a game that I really don't care about to get to our game. You know, like, it's the worst when it's the last game of the day. Like, I'm glad we're the first game so we can get this thing rocking and rolling. But think about that for a second. Over two-thirds of the sacks that the Ravens got this year have been on a four-man rush. That means these guys on the front line are going to earn their money. Like Nick Allegretti, welcome to the big boys. You know, it's time. Nick Allegretti, the two tackles, let's go. You know, Trey Smith, I know, is going to rip faces off. I know Creed Humphrey is going to be just fine. Nick Allegretti, man, the spotlight's going to be on you. And Donovan Smith at one tackle and and Juwan Taylor at the other tackle. Like, spotlight's going to be on. So, guys, get to work. Maybe you keep somebody in the block. This may be one of those... um, Games where you do miss the Jarek McKinnon ability to pick up the blitz or to pick up a a, a would-be free you know blocker or a, a defensive lineman. I mean, he was always really good at that. We'll see if Ceh and Pacheco can kind of fill that role uh, with this organization. So I I just think right now I just don't want defensive I just don't want offensive this line matchup. To catch on. Yeah. I don't I don't want to have it. It's Pacheco, yeah. right? Andy said it. Pacheco, Andy right? Checking Andy's cue. Yeah. I get it. Our roundtable's coming up. Atlanta Channel 41 in studio with us and Jay Bankley from the Character Concerns podcast and all things 610 will join us for the roundtable brought to you by Kansas Lottery. It's next. Fesco in the morning. I don't even know who Dennis Allen is. Dennis Allen's exactly who you think he is. Who is he? Uh, just a middle-aged white guy. Yeah, but what does he do? Like, <laughs> is he, he's the Saints coach, right? Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Welcome. We have been expecting you. Please, Don Fesco and Don Klingler insist that you have a seat. It's the nine o'clock hour on a Friday. Have an offer. You can't refuse. We need to discuss some family business around the NFL and much, much more. Welcome. To the round table on Fesco in the morning. Thank you, Don. We still it, haven't heard back from Agent Slimy, by the way. Cutlet's agent. Tommy Cutlet's Tommy DeVito's agent. We have not heard back from him yet. <laughs> Bright lights over here? No, it was just the, the, the A. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Know, <laughs> that makes more sense. I was like, where did that come from? Like, I don't know where. Like, 
Yeah. He's doing the Tommy doing DeVito the, thing. He's doing hey. the Italian thing. Hey. Like you described it, yes. Yeah, it is Roundtable brought to you by the Kansas Lottery. Hey. Um, Aaron Ladd of Channel 41 in with us. He'll be at the game coming up on uh, Sunday. Shocked you're not there finding a person who used to live in Kansas City that now calls Baltimore Lucky you. home. Look Lucky at you. you. Yeah. Talking to a crab ahead of game time, yeah. seeing how he feels. <laughs> yeah. Or as Binkley was saying in break, there's a local donkey that's picking the game. You can interview that guy. <laughs> it is Jay Binkley as well for the Character Concerns Podcast and all things 610 Sports Radio and with us on the round table today. Good morning, Bank. Good morning. There is an Oriole that's from Kansas City and they were talking to him and he goes, I, they're both nice. Or they, So they have found the connection. They have found the Oriole. connection. Well, yeah. it's... Uh, John Means. John Means. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. He's an Oriole from yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to get him. I was thinking Bro Hearn, too. Bro Hearn, yeah. We would have had O'Hearn oh, on Bro this Hearn, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I know Hearn's a, a good tie in there. I'm yeah, sure. He's the shirt off slave of the beer guy, too. I'm man. sure local news station, not yours, but I'm sure one, because most of them are there already for whatever reason, they found a barbecue restaurant that's serving up burnt ends this week for Chiefs fans, right? Can't trust that. No. <laughs> you can't trust that. <laughs> no, Some you cannot. Some things you bring from home with you. Right. Trip. Yes. There's a Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs bar in Fells Point. Go interview the fans. Yeah. So are you going to do that? Yeah. No. no. I okay, hope not. I no. hope not for your sake. Straight too. to the bank for Go me. Go to the game. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. But you got the crab cakes question in this week. So I did. Plenty of crab cake questions. Well, you know, we have to build up a few things for pregame. And I'm not used to it being the early game either. I think that's something that's new. My question, it, though, you know. is, and you asked some of the players Alternates about this. every year. As a, as a player, would you test a crab cake? Hmm. Uh, before on the eve of a game, I, no, I decided that, no, that's no, like no, that's no, like no, one no. avenue I would not go down. Yeah, like yes, it'd be great to, to try them sometimes. Not the night before. Yeah. So Just Karen was asking about the crab cake. Just, you know, Aaron oh, got some okay. crab cake answers from Creed and yeah. others. Nice. Yeah. Creed Humphrey had the best answer. I think it was like I weigh three hundred pounds. Of course, I like crab. Because <laughs> 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 I'll eat just about anything. A lot of seafood lovers. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you send the equipment guy or somebody not wearing a chief hoodie. Into the restaurant to pick up the to-go order. Don't get room service. Oh yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah, right yeah. about that. You can't, you can't fool around because Baltimore hasn't hosted this since 1971. So I don't want to say they're desperate; they're enjoying the moment, which they should be. But you can never trust somebody and in I, the kitchen. And, and, and I will not, I will not out said player. But there are players that like to eat, and I've chronicled the 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 charter. Which is just, a, I mean, I'd weigh 400 pounds if I was eating everything they present you on the charter. Right. That, and then you get to the hotel and then they do dinner, mm-hmm. whatever. And I saw one on one of the road trips and he had a couple pizzas and a bag of like something and was walking just. A player? Happy, yes. Just happy as can be. Room. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, how much have you, you eaten? eaten five times already today? I've God. got a couple guesses. <laughs> yeah. Couple guesses. So. Anyway. Is it is it a lineman of sorts? I said I will not. Be. I will not say <laughs> yeah, it. Gotta it gotta be, gotta be right. Give no, me like it a defensive back. It wasn't, it wasn't a skinny Trent McDuffie. It was not a skinny DB. <laughs> just we'll put it that way. But I'm like, how many meals do you guys eat? It's In all seriousness, though, like if a hotel like got food poisoning for one of the visiting teams, wouldn't you sue the hell out of that hotel? Like if you're on the road for any sporting event and that happened, didn't that 100%. happen to Kobe famously? Yeah, it's yeah. happened to several, but you have your security team watch them make the food. Mm. It's kind of like what the Secret Service does. With Are that. you being serious about that? Yes, the security team a lot of times will be in there when they're making the food to make sure there's no shenanigans. I definitely have some tasters if oh I were there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, actually, for some of them, they do. It might be me. Um, <laughs> I think we're first in for breakfast, so they're, they're at least monitoring that yeah, one. Yeah. Sit there and watch let's see them. if the radio team gets sick. Yeah, let's see if they get sick today. <laughs> Nobody's eating today, but, you know. Stay away from the powdered eggs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's looks like just a fantastic, a fantastic matchup. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you have to go through the best or whatever on a road, but like, we you know, like this is going to be, this is going to be a dog fight. 
Yeah, I mean, all indications are. I mean, these were the two best teams in the AFC. When you always sit there and start three or four weeks into it, say, who's the best team? If Buffalo deserved to be on line one, mm-hmm. where the Chiefs are at. And, you know, going to the season, I thought Buffalo was there. Then, obviously, they had their week. They, they were Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde up and down. But Baltimore has deserved to be in that first tier with the Kansas City Chiefs. The best two teams are, are still here uh, remaining in the AFC. This feels like, Aaron, a, a matchup that we wanted in 2018 and 2019 and 2020, you know, like when Lamar and Patrick first came on the scene. And now we're finally getting it, though, man, right? It's going to be fun. I think Pat kind of gave voice to that on the podium yesterday. And maybe the sneaky part of that was like, oh, the Ravens finally held up their end of the bargain. Yeah. Like, we've been here the last six years. We've been dominating. And if you look at the six-year run, not the strongest team that Kansas City has had by any measure. I think I've talked to a lot of fans this week that are like, hey, we're surprised that we're still in it, but you got Pat, you got 15, you always have a chance. And that's kind of what Bink and I were talking about before we came on. Like, on paper, Baltimore is the better team. They're Mm -hmm. at home. They've won that advantage defensively, what they do offensively with their run schemes, not with just Jackson, but with Edwards and Justice Hill as well. But that 15 factor, man, it's hard to account for. It that. really it is. It was supposed to be them. You know, Baltimore, you know, we could talk and laugh about Buffalo trading, you know, the pick for Chiefs to get Mahomes because the Chiefs wouldn't be where they're at without the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Well, the Baltimore Ravens are right there, too, because the Chiefs didn't have a left tackle. And you have to say what you want about Orlando Brown, but they didn't win a title with them. And they didn't have any other options because that was the COVID year where all the, the tackles ended up at guard or out of the league like Alex Leatherwood. And they didn't have anybody. They tried to get Trent Williams until 2 or 3 in the morning. Didn't work. They call it Baltimore, and I had, the, I had their beat writer on. We both laughed at it because we thought oh, there's no way they're going to trade for Orlando Brown. And then they did, yeah. and then they sent pick 58 over, of course, Nick Bolden. But the Ravens are partly responsible for the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl as well, which is funny because they were supposed to be the team, like Aaron said. They were supposed to be the team, the Chiefs and the Ravens. But then they fell off, and they didn't mind trading the Chiefs because they didn't uh, – who cares? We're trading the Kansas City Chiefs. But, you know – Realistically, it's been Baltimore and Buffalo the reason the Chiefs uh, have had their success. They're probably the last team that'll trade the Chiefs. Yeah, right. Like I, I was surprised as everybody was that they traded Orlando Brown here, right? I think we all were like, why would you help out a rival? Then we realized Andy Orlando Reed, Brown wasn't that good. You think Andy Reid would have <laughs> taken a call for the Patriots for Eric Fisher if this is what they <laughs> no, needed? Yeah, not, of course they wouldn't. Not, not a chance, no. But they knew Orlando Brown wasn't any good, so they could pawn him well, off they, on the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Didn't have anything, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, they, they might be laughing on it. Yeah, but either way, we got Bolton and we won a Super Bowl, so Super egg Bowl. on your face. You know? Thanks, Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, and then the year they didn't accomplish as the number one seed getting the the getting through and being able to host, and the mm-hmm. Chiefs ended the, up hosting yeah. thanks to Baltimore, too. Thanks to Remember? Baltimore, so, too, yeah. So there's been there's been some tie-ins that way because they, well, they haven't lived up to their end of the bargain, I guess. Right, exactly. They haven't. And now here, here they sit, and, and you know, other than Mahomes, I love Lamar Jackson. Like, I love watching that guy play, and I'm interested to see what he's going to be able to do. Is he going to finally be here for that big moment? That's got to be one of the most exciting part of this matchup for fans, I think, as well, because we've seen different iterations of Lamar Jackson. He's the presumptive MVP, MVP this year to take home his second one, but Charles Minnehue kind of talked about it in the locker room yesterday. Like, this is the next evolution of what Lamar has done. They've kind of given him real options on the outside, not just with Odell, but with Zay Flowers as, yeah. as well and the investment they've made there. The chance Mark Andrews comes back yep. this week. My guy Isaiah Likely used to cover CCU. He's been balling for them as well. They've actually surrounded him with the options, and he's a guy who looks comfortable passing the ball as yeah, well. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins gets game. hurt in week one. Absolutely. And yeah. they still finished yeah. their water running. They lost Dobbins right away. Right away, they, they lost Mark Andrews for most of the year, too, yeah. and still went out and played well. So, yeah. I mean, Lamar, 
I think is so uh, underrated from his passing ability. Like, why do people think he can't throw the football? Like, why are we still talking about that nonsense? Is Bill Polian around? Go watch his his first MVP year. I mean, he's going to win the second MVP this year, so that's two MVPs for him. He's one year younger than Mahomes, and if he wins the whole thing, which if you win this game, I like the the AFC's chances in the Super Bowl. So we could have a Super Bowl and two MVPs, and he cemented his legacy as well. And you know, for being picked 32nd in the draft, which is a joke when you look back at that draft, because Josh Allen went ahead of him. And obviously, you know, Josh Allen, grid quarterback, but Lamar went way too late. He always had kind of a chip on his shoulder. He was picked entirely too late at 32. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it, it's a joke that he was picked that late. And Baltimore should be sitting there going, thank God. They trade, didn't they trade back up into the, to get him at 32 yeah, he at was the so end good. of the he round? Was last year at Louisville, he didn't win the Heisman. He won it the year before, but his yeah. actual last year at Louisville is actually better he, than his he, Heisman. Look, year. He's a phenomenal quarterback. And 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 from a, from a going out and doing things, like he's got nothing else to prove. He's one of the great quarterbacks in this league. He's much like now Mahomes. Build your legacy and going at home I guess I should say not on the road but winning this game at home for Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes that's huge well, for his legacy. Buffalo thing and Josh Allen you know, worried about the Mahomes factor come on man Lamar Jackson Joe Burrow there's other quarterbacks to worry about the AFC than just Patrick Mahomes for Josh Allen I'll push back on what you said a little bit Fesco okay I think Lamar still has some things left to prove that's where I believe a lot of the questions were entering this playoffs. well winning the big one he yes. wasn't able yeah. to to win consistently in this in the February January, December time of the year going against Mahomes. This is a big benchmark for him. You're Mm -hmm. hosting. You have the superior team on paper, which is a lot of the conversation around that. I think if he comes up short again this year, there's still going to be a lot of those conversations. Can he be a guy that wins us a Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you on that. I guess I should have made myself more clear okay. from like a winning standpoint versus an individual accomplishment. Yeah. Like if you don't think Lamar is one of the two or three best quarterbacks in the NFL within your clueless, it's all I can say. But, but like people are putting Dak Prescott in conversation. Since for he's not getting a Super Bowl this year. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> He will have two MVPs and no Super Bowl. So yeah. there's still going to be plenty of questions. Oh, yeah. Can he win the big one? He'll be yeah. Dan Marino, yeah. basically. You know, 2.0. And then, then much like last week with Bo- with uh, with Buffalo, Baltimore is like, well, we got this game at home. You know uh-huh. what I mean? We got this game at home. We got Lamar. You don't get that. Look, there's still questions because you, you've been Mahomes. There, there's no, no question that Dan Marino was a great quarterback, but he wasn't a winner. Lamar's a great quarterback. Can't call him a winner just yet until he actually yeah, does. He, he does need a Super Bowl. Yeah. We're, we're just six months removed from this guy potentially being on the free agent market, I know, right? And all yeah. that conversation that was around it. I know a team very closely that was very loud about not being in the market for him. And it's like, I don't understand what that conversation was. I'm glad he went a long way this year to kind of putting that doubt out. Yep. Bet on himself. Bet on himself. Yeah. A little bit. All right. It's the, uh, the round table. Talk a little defense when we come back with uh, Jay Binkley of the character concerns podcast, Aaron land of channel 41. It's the round table brought to you by Kansas lottery. More next. Fesco in the morning. There was no. Keeping you awake starting at 6. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Break's over. And now that that's taken care of and you've shown your appreciation, let's conclude the family business. Now, let's get back in to the round table. Did he already talk? Yeah. The Did Don, I miss the Don? Oh, the Don welcome I, I, back. I'm always, 
I'm always afraid to step on him. Yeah, so. you don't want to mess with the dog. Uh, yeah, I usually just kind of let it. He said, uh, the bricks. Let it happen for a moment. It is the uh, roundtable brought to you by Kansas Lottery, Aaron Land of Channel 41. And with us, Jay Binkley of the Character Concerns podcast and all things 610 Sports Radio. Uh, I guess that's from the breaking news department. Uh, but uh, Mark Andrews has been activated. We'll be active for the uh, for the Ravens this weekend. So another yep. option for uh, Lamar Jackson. On this one. They've been waiting on this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask it, but nobody knows the answer. But like, what, what's the expectation? For Mark Andrews, it, a red it, zone it, score probably. It, <laughs> it, like if, if this is the regular season, does he get activated, or is it because this is the AFC Championship game? We're pulling out all the stops. Like, how healthy is this cat? Right? Yeah, he's healthy enough to play. He probably could have played last week, but I think they sing and begged it till this week. You're, yeah. you're going home no matter what. When you're you're at home, if you lose, you're going home. Give it a go. Five for fifty. Be yeah. a decoy, something like. That. I mean, if he has likely, five for fifty in a touchdown, yeah. that's a big day, Absolutely. though. Yeah. Do I, can I get out there? It's, they have two tight ends. All right. Very capable. That very two. capable tight ends. Yeah. Can I so, get out there and be uh, be someone they have to accommodate? That's exactly you know, right. Count for. Yeah. Count for. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go do that at least. At least do that. So Jay, are you? Does this concern you now that they've got two tight ends, couple good wide receivers, good running game? Like, how are you feeling? Are those enough know? weapons? Are those enough <laughs> weapons? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a solid team, offense, defense. I mean, it's, it's special a good teams. Team. They run the ball extremely well. That's yeah. the Chiefs' weakness is stopping the run. We know that. Eighteenth right. against stopping the run. Uh, Baltimore's weakness too. They give over a hundred yards a game. They're not that far behind the Chiefs. They're fourteenth to stopping the run, but. It's what they do well, ball control. They they take the football, and it's tough to stop them. And the Chiefs have, have proved at times to be uh, really uh, not very good at stopping the run. It concerns me the most, I think. We talked about this on Chiefs Coast to Coast this week on Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, if you want to check that well out. Done. Yeah, yeah. That's well, well done. done. That's well Nicely done. Aaron Land, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, because it's not just the Ravens that have good tight ends. If you look at all the four remaining teams, all of yeah. them have these pass-catching tight ends that run through and have options uh, in the red zone. Kansas City, seventh best against tight ends in the regular season. I think Mark Andrews is one of the best. Yeah. Hey, look, this is this is mono we mono. Lamar said it best at the podium yesterday. If you want to beat the champion, if you want to beat the champion, you got to beat the champion. Mm-hmm. I think KC expected this happening. It's funny the way you said that about the tight ends because I, I, I think, you know, the majority of the year were people complaining about the wide receivers. I never got down that rabbit hole. It never was something that I was concerned about. And now you're looking at the four teams that are remaining. All got good tight ends. Yeah. All have, can run the football. All have really good, de- like the top three defenses that are left in this league. Like it's turned into exactly what football is. Defense wins championships, the running game and the tight end. Like I've always been a big believer in that because that's how I was raised watching football in the eighties. And I've always loved it. And so everybody complaining about the wide receivers, these teams that are left have all made their money by playing great defense and being able to run the football effectively. I mean, that's old school football, Jay, you gotta be like a pig and slop. Yeah. I mean, the chiefs of accepted- why he's wearing his whistle and his coaching shorts. <laughs> yeah, today. Exactly. The bike shorts. Yeah. Cause you say bike shorts, think people think bicycle. No, shorts, no, but we, we know, know, we know what you're talking about. We know what you're talking about. Stick yeah. stuff. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> That kind of stuff, but no, yeah, you, you concerned. They, they have a ton of weapons. They, that's a good football team. That good, good coach. I mean, Harbaugh's got a ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is yep. three people phases. forget that. That's a long time ago. But, but you yeah. look at this game, and you think, all right, it's Mahomes and Jackson, and that's getting a bulk of the headlines. But it is the number one and the number two scoring defense. The Chiefs are just right behind them too. It's like point eight difference. It's close. And then you have Harbaugh versus Reed. Andy Reed is five and zero versus former assistants in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's you know that kind of a talking point there too. Uh, but the head coaching battle, the quarterbacks, the defensive battle. There's other stuff in this game besides Mahomes. The two and awesome kickers. Yeah, the two awesome the, the kickers. Two too. kickers. Yeah, I mean, like unbelievable. We the can't Tucker, even say that the, we have an advantage there. You know, no, the Tucker Butker uh, 
matchup. Yeah. I've been I've been leaning towards low scoring, kind of first to twenty all week. Aaron, you get that vibe? I mean, I, I feel like these I, I wanna not I wanna give the tip of the cap these two defenses because I think they are they are really good. Well, that's been Kansas City's recipe to success so far this year. Keep teams in that 25-27 range, and what can your offense do from there? Mm-hmm. Baltimore, though, with Lamar starting 31 or more points in their last seven. Of course, Snoop Huntley started that last game with nothing really on the line. I think pass defense is Kansas City's strength. The run defense, like Bink was mentioning, that's what kind of scares me. If they get Gus Edwards going, if they get uh, Lamar running around, that's where Kansas City starts to lose. I'm a little scared of Justin. And Lamar Jackson picks up the first down. Yeah, like you hate those plays because we see that happen for us all the time. Third and five, we got him stopped, then he jacks it. Yeah, but we see a third and five, Mahomes runs for six, and we get the first (laughs) down. It's a backbreaker. It does. It It crushes the soul when plays like that happen. I'm a little skittish of Justice Hill, too. Guy can catch the ball out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. He's kind of developed into their their McKinnon-ish type Mm. guy, especially down the stretch. Like, Chiefs haven't guarded the running backs. You know, they've, they've thrown a lot of balls to running backs yeah, against they did. the Chiefs yeah. and that kind yep. of stuff. And, like, you got to watch out for those things, too. They have a lot of different different ways to go about it. I just think, I just think whoever's most efficient against these two defenses will, will have the advantage because I think the, these defenses are every bit as good as their, their numbers would be. In a tough getting. place to play that lends into their defense and what they do. Mahomes even mentioned it wasn't the quarterback series. Like, he was talking about these – Way places to play and how tough they yeah. are. And Baltimore is one of the teams uh, that he mentioned going and playing in Baltimore and how loud it is and how tough it is to play. Don't they have a band? Like, yeah, like they an, do. Actual, an actual like marching an actual band. Marching yeah, band. it's we cool. Need more of those in the. NFL. I agree. I was looking at it the other day when they were playing. And I'm like, are they the only team with a marching band? Like, and I think that came from when the Colts were there. Like, Very there was cool. some like band. Washington band. still does the community. Do they? Do they, well, they, do they, they always have. I don't know if they still do. Yeah, Dan Snyder probably got rid of that. Too. Vegas, right. does, yeah. Vegas doesn't <laughs> quite count. Guys. I mean, they have a house band. Yeah, I don't think that's quite. But not quite like a legit, like in uniform high school type of marching band. Like the Rumble. Yeah, now it's it's this one's got saxophones. Oh, yeah, there's brass. A little bit different than that. Yeah, you gotta have the horn section like Chicago. You know, they got a great horn section. (laughs) Arguably the best of all time, Peter Cetera and others. Um, So we were talking about this CBS Sports article earlier of like like the biggest question remaining for all these teams. And this jackass said, "Do the Chiefs have enough weapons?" We're like, "Oh my God, we're here at the AFC Mm. Championship game." Moving on, I would say if a team has two legitimate pass catchers and a dynamic running back, right. They're and good. then you throw in the best quarterback in the league. I think you're fine, but seemingly that's not enough. Right. And then the, the story was legitimately, does Mahomes have enough weapons? And I'm going, what other team gets questioned for having two pass catchers and a and thousand a yards and a really good quarterback? It yeah. feels like it's the, the bar is just different. Not to mention where she rice is the best rookie wide receiver taken, to be honest with you, because he's number two in catches and number two in yards of all the rookie wide receivers, even over Zay Flowers. The one got ahead of him is Puka. Do you know what? I'm not giving the Rams credit for that one because they passed on him four different times. So. <laughs> <laughs> they did. I mean, it's, it's like a Tom Brady type deal. Yeah, all right. these teams passed on him so long, but Puka is the only one with more catches and more yards than Rasheed Rice. Right, and he's sitting at home, so how does that how does that factor? But for me, I think what, what I'm looking at is, like, this is the day where Chris Jones becomes a $30 million a year player. You go out there and you own that line of scrimmage and you dominate. To me, Chris Jones is the biggest key to this game. What do you guys think? Oof. I was going to talk about the, like, do they have enough weapons? Like, sometimes you play a team in March Madness and, like, they don't have the best talent necessarily. You look at them on paper, but they just play very well as a team. 
for Kansas City, it's taken so long to get here. Is it Matt Nagy not calling the right things? Is it everybody being on a different page? Is Mahomes not trusting his guys? We're finally at the point now where maybe they're not the most talented roster, but they're working together as a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. That can be just as scary. I think stopping uh, Jackson like Willie Gay. Like that, I was been watching that all week. I see Willie Gay going to play because he was such a good spy on Josh Allen the first time around. Gets hurt in this one, but he's going to be all over the place. But Jarius Sneed to me, the guy that's kind of the bully of the secondary. Yeah, a guy that can blitz. Trey McDuffie can too. He's got three sacks this year. But that secondary man with McDuffie and Sneed, the way they kind of bully other wide receivers and take people out, then keep Jackson within the pocket. You know because. If he takes off and runs, you know, McDuffie will come up and hit him or Sneed will come up and hit him. So those guys are going to be instrumental in this game. Yeah, I, I think those guys are always key in this They're game. so versatile. Yeah, because they can do so much. No, but I, I think I think Jones has the opportunity to be like game record. Like you can, yeah. if you're doing your stuff, you're affecting all the other layers of your defense. And yeah, I think they put a lot on him to do that. Um, and then the other side, I think I think it's Roquan. <laughs> Again, yeah, I know. I just have, yeah. Like, I just kind of go. Ugh. He scares the hell out of me. Like, he is, he is a player. downhill, yeah. ears pinned back, nasty dude. Mm-hmm. Like, what if he's affecting the Chiefs getting off to a good start in their run game, which I think is big as well. Like, right. can, you, can you have early success and then stay with it? Because I feel like if there's not early success running the, the football, they'll kind of pull back. Yeah. Like we've yep, seen before. Yep. I want them to have early success running the football, and I think – you know, Smith on that side could probably be just as impactful as Jones can for the Chiefs. And Patrick Queen as well. He's all over, especially on the tight end. So it's a, it's a guy they really watch for the Ravens. It's another, yeah, I mean, it's another star, you know, defensive player that they like. Every time you look at the Ravens, no matter what year it is, they're loaded with stars <laughs> on defense. I've never seen anything quite like that before. You know, it's like every year it's new guys stepping up and seamlessly transitioning into a great Baltimore defensive team. Travis Kelsey put his arguably worst playoff game together in that Miami game and then responded with one of his best games of the year yeah. in, in Buffalo. And not just the touchdowns, the effort was there blocking. He talked about owing McCole something on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe that's the final piece of the puzzle, right? Um, and Andy talked about, you know, wanting to let the chart go and emptying the bag and they have some tricks up their sleeve still. Maybe that's the X factor, the remaining plays. Oh, I don't want a lot of tricks. No, I don't want a lot of trick plays. I just want to go out there and Give keep me the their meat ass. potatoes. I just want to go out the there and zone, win. You know? yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Keep it simple. You're right. You, you start overthinking this thing. And somebody just mentioned the red zone. Like, my God, just run the ball with Pacheco. Let's go. Just give it to number 10 when you're inside the five-yard line. Why are we doing a jet sweep with McCole Hart? Or 25. You, you've shown a lot of faith in him yeah. down the stretch. Like, mm. I think he's going to be a big-time player in this game or have a big-time play in this game, too. I mean, that, that guy's come a long way this year, you know? Like, like he was left for dead after the last Super Bowl, and, and CEH has really come on this year, I think, in a big way. That's an Andy Reid staple is going back to guys, second chances, yeah. sticking with guys who have hurt you in the past. I think that's why we still see Sky Moore trying to work back because there is potentially one more game down the road. Andy mm-hmm. is slow to kind of give up on guys when other people are like, all right, I'm done. I've seen enough. Give me the meat and potatoes. Andy's like, no, they're going to play a key role eventually. You right. might see some CEH more in this game. I mean, well, let's face it, Pacheco has not practiced this week. Yeah. I do expect him to play, but he has not practiced. Now, he probably will today. He's been out there for some walkthroughs. But, yeah, I assume they'll use CH even more in this game because mm-hmm. Pacheco, again, not practicing all week because he's got that toe and uh, the ankle issue that he's been dealing with this week. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess you're going to have to like hit, hit that with some Novocaine before so he doesn't feel it, right? That's yeah. exactly what yeah. you do. Here, here's yeah. a th- little You don't waste the Novocaine on Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday. You know, waste the Novocaine on Sunday. Right. <laughs> Fired up now. <laughs> I'll take some of that if you're off. Yeah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have the prescription, <laughs> prescription for That's that. That's too bad. 
Uh, let's go ahead and get to our uh, predictions here, if we could. All right. Uh, today's NFL picks brought to you by T-Mobile. Whether you're home or away, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long. I'm still in the, like, the low-scoring, under-category, field-goal type of game. So I got 2017. Right. Chiefs. 20 to 17 Chiefs. All right. Jay, what do you got? I've been 2017 a lot. I like that number a ton. But I'm going to go uh, just a step above that. 24-21 Chiefs in this game. Because I always go field goal because everything is a field goal with the Chiefs. I'm going Baltimore. Oh, no. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll be that guy. Yeah. They've scored 31 or more their last You're... seven games with Lamar. I hit that. They hit that number again. I think Kansas City is in the 27, 25. Oh, if they hit range. 31, they were screwed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't like I don't like a game yeah, like that. I don't either. Yeah. yeah. She. <laughs> so you got 30. Are they hitting 31 then? You're going 31, 31? 27. Oh, wow. Something in there. All right. Wow. I got 35 nothing Chiefs. Yeah. I guess I got to take the. Well, that balances uh, the, out, Aaron. It really does. So, of, so you two pick the Chiefs. I balanced out, Aaron. So the Chiefs are going to win oh, this thing. Good. BW, what do you got going on back there? 31, 21 Chiefs. 31, 21 Chiefs. How are they going to give up 21? I know I do that to you Fourth quarter garbage, garbage touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. 21 right. points. This defense is not going to give up 21 points. I kind of like the garbage touchdown at the end. That doesn't matter. That it's, keeps it's, it close. Right? It's not going to yeah. be on defense. It's going to be a special teams. One of the mm. four phasers is going to drop. Go Harden. Yeah. And we'll say at the end of the game, uh, the score isn't indicative to how big the Chiefs gotcha. won this yeah. thing. Gotcha. By, right? gotcha. Yeah. Important to some. All right, Aaron, <laughs> little plug. What you, what you got going coverage wise this weekend on yeah. Channel 41? We're headed to Baltimore tomorrow on your home. The Chiefs KSHB 41. We'll have coverage starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow on Saturday all the way through. Post-game. All the way through. So find those Chiefs fans in Fells Point who made the trip or Hopefully ones that live there. met them already so you don't have to. <laughs> the local barbecue place in Baltimore. Maybe we'll talk walk. to Silky P again after the game, you know? Go find Boog Powell and interview him about his barbecue. Or a T-Pain preview, maybe? Something like Why that. Not? You, you never know. Do Who's something with to? Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, gosh. Do the Babe Ruth Museum. That's fun. That is really fun. I will try my best. Get to the Babe Ruth Museum. That is work. He's not going to go to a museum. Oh, I'm being that guy now, aren't I? Yeah, he's got to go to work. You got to do that when you're on the way. I don't have time for that. We're there for like (laughs) overnight. Just run old footage of random cheese fans you found in other cities. They'll never know. That would be fun. Oh. It's not a bad idea. Hey, we had one station claiming they were playing the Olathe North Ravens. And then uh, Jay Bakley. Jay Bakley will be on hand for our post-game coverage here on 610 Sports Radio after the game, correct? Will do. And hopefully uh, talk to some Josh Klingley. Yeah. And maybe it's it depends 50, on your 50. window. It depends, depends on, your window. on what it, he may be drenched in champagne. If well, they assuming, win, probably. If they win, probably. If they lose, not the, a chance. The plane departs so kind of fast. <laughs> yeah, how? how it's usually fast how that works. Be yeah. Back soon. So it's yeah, and they'll leave me. So I got to make sure I hit that plane. Yeah. So. Thank you, gents, for coming in for the ER on table today. Yep. Airland Channel 41 and Jay Binkley from All Things 610. Post game coverage coming up on Sunday. And of course, the Character Concerns podcast you can always check out at 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. Um, as you know, if Billy is off, he's just texting me. He's home with the flu. The week is off. We don't have a pinch hitter for Billy to recap the week that was. He is the only one that can do it. Brought to you by Jay Southland Toe. So what we learned is on hiatus because Billy's right. not feeling well. No, he's, he's home with the flu. He doesn't miss work. Oh, I thought he was off off this week. He's sick. Off. No, he's oh, sick. Wow. Yeah, feel yeah, better, Billy. Sick. Yeah, got feel, the flu. Feel better, Billy. So as is tradition, he does not have a substitute. We just. Nope. Unfortunately, we don't, move on. we don't do it. So he you did send me his prediction, though. 24-21 Chiefs. Nice. I do like that. Nice. I do nice. like that. You good with me taking Jen to Burger King for a birthday? Yeah, as long as you follow it up with Chili's. What did you say? You got to turn your mic on. It is on. Oh. As long as you follow it up with the, or follow it up with Chili's. Chili's is next year for a Chili's oh, is 100%. Yeah. For yeah. anniversary? Yeah. yeah. 
That's Have it your way, man. BK, man. Thank you, Jay. I knew you to support me. Yeah, I know. That, you, were, you were yeah. all over that one. If you missed any of the show this week, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. We talked to the head coach of the Ravens today at 830. You'll want to hear that on the Odyssey app. All right? That'll do it for us. I'll be on with you 10 o'clock Sunday from Baltimore here on 610 Sports Radio, 1065 The Wolf, and the kickoff at 2. Mitch, Dana, and myself, and company uh, will have the game for you on 1065 The Wolf. That'll do it for us. Cody and Golder next on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You come at the king, you best not miss.